Hello again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk all about time. What is it, and how can we understand it in a different way that will elevate our experience here in this reality? Time is an aspect that I have contemplated, I have worked with, I have explored pretty much this whole life, but especially when I had my big reawakening at 18, I really started to deep dive into this concept. Now, I want to start off with a tattoo that I got, and I think I got it at probably 20 years old, and it's on my back, and it has three words. And the words say, ignorance, ego, and time. And for me, the download that came through at the age of 20 was that if we want to fully master this reality, those three words are the blueprint of mastery. And in my perspective, mastery comes through overcoming. So in order to master ignorance, We need to overcome it, which means that we really have to take a look at ourselves. We really have to be aware of our own ignorance, of our own limitation, of our own blocks, of our own lack. And, you know, the next step after really observing and overcoming our own ignorance and really that autopilot programming, you move into the ego, the identity, the attachments, the subjective understanding of who we think we are. Once again, same thing. In order to master the ego, we need to overcome it completely. Now, the third step is definitely the most difficult. And even when I channeled this years ago, I had no idea what it even meant to master yet overcome time itself. And now I I understand how we can do that, but I'm definitely not there yet. And so I find that time is another huge concept that we need to master here on this planet and we essentially need to overcome. I don't really have a definition of time for you. Obviously, all of you know in your own subjective ways what time is to you. Minutes, hours, seconds, days, weeks, months, years, right? Time is kind of this fluid movement or a fluid measurement system that we all adhere to on this planet. Now, what I find is that when we start to raise our vibration, when our reality begins to shift, there are a lot of things that we no longer adhere to. We stop adhering to relationships that don't serve us. We stop adhering to a boss that doesn't serve us or a nine-to-five job that doesn't serve us. For me, being an old soul and a starseed, one of the biggest things that I personally strive for is freedom. At first, it was freedom to be myself, freedom to speak my truth. But now, for me, it's freedom in all of the ways. I need to feel free in my relationship. I need to feel free financially with abundance. I need to feel free, especially within my 
time and my use of time. And I believe that when we become free of our time, we begin to exit the matrix. Now, obviously, there's one huge component of life in general that is probably the biggest obligatory component of life that I'm not currently dealing with, but I do want to mention, honorable mention here is children. Obviously, there is only so much freedom that we can have when we choose to have children and we spend 18 years raising them appropriately. So I understand that for you who are listening, who are parents, yeah, absolutely. I can't blame you for (laughs) not being able to be fully free because you have children. So I just wanted to kind of mention that. But right now in my life, and I know for a lot of you who are entrepreneurs who do work on your own business, there is no concept of time. And this is a pro and a con, especially as an entrepreneur and a hustler. So I love when my wife still tells me, oh, so what are we going to do this weekend? And I said, oh, you know, what's a weekend, right? Just like this weekend actually is a long weekend here in Canada. You know, you get the questions, oh, what are you up to this long weekend? I'm like, oh, it's a long weekend. I mean, what does that even mean anymore? Oh, everyone gets Monday off. Okay, cool. Well, I'm working Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, it's a, it's a Sunday right now. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, maybe the downfall to being an entrepreneur, right? Is that, you know, you're kind of always hustling because you live to work and work to live. And, and my passion is something that I love doing. I'm working right now, but I love doing this. I love speaking my truth. In a couple hours, I have a live video. I love hopping on and doing that. And so maybe that's some of the downfall that people don't love is the the lack of structure. But also for me, it's like, oh shit, did that thing happen yesterday? That's crazy. It felt like it happened a week ago. Felt like it happened two months ago. And that really just means that we're packing so much into our time that time tends to stretch out. And sometimes time tends to speed up and it just becomes really freaking wonky. It becomes really weird. So I've said this for many, many years and I want to explain it here that I believe time is an illusion. Now, the most difficult thing for me is to really explain what I mean when I say that because I experience time as an illusion all the time. But for me to actually explain those experiences is a little bit more tricky. So the easiest way that I can explain or define time as an illusion, because we can all say, well, what do you mean? The time right now is 10 a.m., you know, 10.01 a.m. <laughs> what do you mean time is an illusion? I mean that time is subjective. Now, I believe, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, that it was Albert Einstein who mentioned that time is relative or relativity, which is basically the same thing that I'm mentioning, which is time is subjective, which basically implies that depending on the situation, depending on the environment, depending on the observer, time is going to act a different way to everyone That one hour could feel like three hours or that one hour could feel like five minutes. And I'm sure that at this point, if you found your way to my content, you absolutely have experienced time in a very nonlinear way. Another great example of time is dreams. I don't know if you're a dreamer. I definitely am. 
And in my dream space, sometimes it feels like I just lived an entire lifetime in one dream. And I had 5, 10, 15 dreams that night. The craziest thing about dreams is apparently, and I'm super, you know, suspicious. I'm super sus about this, this fact, okay, that's out there. Supposedly, they say that a dream at max lasts like eight seconds or 20 seconds or something like that. But apparently it's in the seconds, like it's pretty quick, which is crazy because it feels like some dreams last, like I mentioned, lifetimes rather than just a couple of seconds. So I don't, I don't know about that fact. I don't know. It just, it just feels like there's no way that that all happens in a short period of time. Now, the other good example that I have when talking about something like time as an illusion, but also experiencing the fast forwarding or the reversing of time is deja vu. If you have had a deja vu moment in your life, then you have experienced simultaneous time, which means that right now in this present moment, there is a future moment already taking place. And by experiencing this incredible aspect of time, we can move into the future before it happens. And I remember when I got really, really, really deep into deja vu and simultaneous time and precognition, I would tell everyone who was a part of my deja vus because I was having so many of them. But instead of just waiting for a deja vu moment to happen, I would create a deja vu moment. And what I mean by that is I would sit down, quiet my mind, close my eyes, be in a meditative state, and I would ask for a mundane moment in the future. The reason why I asked for a mundane moment in the future is because I wanted to abide by the laws of time because there are definitely laws of time. I mean, imagine if you went back in time and changed World War II, which I'm sure is kind of the obvious thing that we would all want to do, but it could also mean that the entire world was taken over by Germans if the events didn't take place and happen the way that they did in this timeline, right? We're here at this time for a reason, despite all of the really monstrous events that have happened in history. And so when you ask for a mundane event, you are practicing your skills and abilities with time, but you're not trying to change time. There's no shock factor. There's no expectation. There's no attachment. There's none of that. There's none of that. There's no emotion attached to a mundane moment. And that, I believe, is typically why we have mundane deja vu moments is because there's no emotion, there's no drive, there's no shock factor associated with it, which is a good thing because it allows us to objectively experience rather than add in our ego and our attachments and perspective to it. So I used to do this all the time. Now, in order to prove, this is funny, in order to prove my precognition, in order to prove to myself, really not to others, but to myself that I was doing this, I told everyone that was a part of my future moments, future visions. And so I remember the one time I told my friend and I said, hey, I just want to let you know that I saw this future moment of us sitting at a pita pit and it was late at night. It was dark. We were sitting by the window and this is what you were wearing, specifically you had a scarf on, da-da-da, whatever. 
Now, a couple weeks later, we naturally stepped into that moment, right? Here I am in university at the time. We go out for a beer. And then after we go out for a drink, you know, we end up at Pita Pit, which was kind of our usual thing, right? So that, that wasn't a huge shocker. But same thing. They were wearing absolutely everything that I mentioned. We got the pitas. We sat at the window. And in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, this is what I saw. And they turned to me, but then I looked at them. I'm like, oh, you're not wearing the scarf that I saw that you were wearing. And what I found is that every time I told someone about that precognitive moment, the moment had changed ever slightly. So even by telling them that it was going to happen was changing the future because if I didn't see that future moment, I wouldn't have had the intention to tell them that it was going to happen, which inevitably changed it. So we get into a lot of like loops and paradoxes and just really, just honestly, things that hurt your brain. But I want to talk about another experience that I had with my wife. I want to relay these experiences to give you a good understanding of how powerful we are to change time itself and how we can truly master this reality by doing so. So when my wife and I first got together, it was incredible. I mean, the experiences that we had, it was just these two long lost souls reconnecting. And what I noticed all the time for at least, like this went on for a while, this went on for at least the first year. Every single time we would go out, which was often, I mean, it was Los Angeles. It was first time ever being in California, going out to restaurants and things like that. So her and I would go out to these restaurants and have amazing food. And every single time we would get sucked into this bubble. It was so bizarre. And inside this bubble that we got sucked into, it was just her and I. It, it was so wild. There was no sound ever. And I mean, we're talking about busy restaurants, being outside in Los Angeles, cars, I mean, everything going on. We would just focus in on each other and just have these epic, you know, conversations and nothing else in the world existed. And it was so bizarre. I remember one time we went to Mexico once again in the first year that we were together and it was just her and I in this restaurant. Nothing else mattered. Nothing else existed. Anytime the waiter would come over, it would burst the bubble a little bit. And then we would bubble again. And I remember that she got really, really sick in Mexico. So I went back to that restaurant the next night. She was at in bed and I was going to pick her up some plain rice and, and eat something myself. And so I'm at this restaurant alone and I'm sitting there just noticing all of the sounds and the flies buzzing and, you know, the other people at the restaurant and, and dishes clinking. And I was just sitting there thinking, yesterday there was none of this. This is so bizarre. And I started to realize that when we got together, we bubbled. We went into this bubble, this time warp, this weird thing that we did. And sometimes we still do. <laughs> and so then we went to Seattle, which was ah, just so gorgeous. It was like West Coast, kind of by BC, Washington area. It was just so, I mean, the trees and the moss and the rivers, it was just so incredible. And we were at our Airbnb and we were sitting on the bed. And I remember looking at the time and it was in the morning. It was something along the lines of like 8.58 a.m. And so I remember we, there was a digital clock beside the bed. 
And so I look, I just glance at the digital clock. I'm like, oh, it's like almost 9 a.m. We sit on the bed and we proceed to have this really incredible conversation. It was just, I don't even know what it was about. It doesn't really matter. And, uh, uh, you know, I would say 30 to 45 minutes go by, right, in this conversation. And then we're like, okay, we, we better go and, and get on with our day. When I turn around to look at the digital clock, it literally says 8.58. And when I look at it, it changes over to 8.59. And like literally my jaw dropped and I looked at her and I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. And she's like, what? What happened? What is it? And I explain it to her. I'm like, when we sat down on the bed, it was 8.58. And right now it's 8.59. She's like, no. She's like, we must have been talking for like 45 minutes. I'm like, must have, right? Like, I mean, at least. And uh, and not one freaking minute went by. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as my own experiences with time. Not to mention the ability to go back into past lifetimes, to view an entire lifetime in about five minutes, and to take 15 minutes to relay what I just saw, which was a whole lifetime. I mean, that in and of itself is just really freaking mind-blowing. So time is an illusion in the way that it is subjective. It is how you perceive it. Now, the less that we adhere and align to the matrix— the nine to five, the typical positions in society, the want and need for more material bullshit, right? Because when we want and need for material bullshit, we're locked into needing a certain amount of money, right? And then we're just hustling our whole life to get more money to provide the things that we think that we need because society tells us that we need it. And it's this game of locking us in and keeping us away from our sovereign freedom. And so the more and more we make our own schedule, the more and more we have our own business, the more and more we're in a relationship where you feel safe enough to explore these revolutionary concepts, the more and more you're going to be removing yourself from the matrix and experiencing time in a different way, especially during quarantine. What day is it? Monday, Tuesday, Sunday? Who cares? Who cares, right? It's also kind of difficult because it's like, did that thing happen a year ago or five years ago, right? Like, it's like, it's, it's almost so lucid for me. I get a bit frustrated sometimes in trying to figure out when things happened, especially when relaying stories, right? Because it's like, that's what I do for a living. But it's, you know, it's fascinating. So, When we start to work with time in this different and subjective way, we start to experience more lucidity of time. And I truly believe that, yeah, we have deja vu moments. Yeah, we have weird dreams. Yeah, we have, you know, some insight into the future every once in a while. But we can also plan it. Most likely the weird lapses, loops, you know, quantum conundrums that you've experienced have happened to you rather than you happening to them, if that makes sense. We have the ability to say, I want today to last. And I'll give you a little trick. 
If you want time to elongate, maybe you're at a, an amusement park, maybe you're sitting with your grandmother, maybe you're having an incredible conversation with someone, maybe you're meeting a brand new person for the first time and it's a beautiful experience so you want it to last. Maybe you're eating the most delicious food, right? Be present. Be present. The more presence we have with a moment, the longer, the juicier, the more full-bodied that moment becomes in the moment, the more time we have with that moment, because of the more layers you're adding to that moment. Wow, this creamy, iced, whatever, caramel latte is so incredible. Smell it, taste it, feel it, swirl it around in your mouth, spill it on your hand a little. I don't know, (laughs) but take your time with it. Create an experience with it. And I promise you that time will stretch out. Now, I'm not even going to get into, I'm not even going to touch upon memory. That is a whole podcast uh, in and of itself. And if you've read my book, which I really recommend you do, I have a whole chapter on memory and how we're moving from third dimension memory to fifth dimension memory. And that's pretty wild and how pain is associated to memory. But also, I believe time is also directly correlated to memory as well, uh, which is really cool. It literally, like these concepts light me the fuck up. I'm just saying right now, like I could cry. I feel so excited about breaking through the barriers of this matrix reality. I think it's my gray side, you know? So we're not going to touch upon time. We're not going to touch upon pain, but it's all related. So if you want a moment to last, be with that moment. And I'll just kind of mention, and I'm sure that you do this naturally, because I do this naturally way more than I need to. And I I actually want to record a whole podcast on this as well. If you want a moment to go by faster, if you're like, oh my God, I'm waiting in line at the DMV, you split your attention. And this can be a positive and a negative thing, which is why I want to do a whole podcast on that in particular. And you know what? It's funny because the children that I find, you know, Gen Z, alpha generation, right? Younger than the millennials, but millennials for sure, like my generation for sure as well. We are experts at doing this. And most of us are deemed ADHD and we are hit with a shit ton of drugs, you know, and pharmaceuticals. And so I believe that these younger generations, their brain works a different way. It's like their brain works on hyperspeed or hyperdrive, which basically means that they are processing multiple things at the same time. And if they are understimulated, there's an anxiety that rolls over them. And you might be the same way because honestly, the culture and society right now is creating a whole system of people who are distracting themselves. If you feel like You want a moment to go by faster, you split your focus, you split your attention, and you focus on multiple things at the same time. And all of a sudden, time goes by a lot faster because you're not present with one thing at a time. 
you're kind of out of body. You're kind of like, oh, look at that woman's hair. Oh, let's scroll on Instagram. Oh, let's listen to music at the same time. Oh, let's, you know, do anything but this present moment. And it'll, it will go by faster. Kind of like the, the same intention of, <laughs> and this is why I want to do a whole podcast because it's really, it's actually really bothering me these days. The scrolling culture. And I think that in the past, I used to be like, oh my God, everyone's on their phone all the time. And I'm probably way better than most people, especially most people in my generation of, I never bring out my phone in a social situation. I never carry my phone with me when I go places, which is funny because I'm a content creator. And, you know, half the time I'm like, oh, I should really capture that. And then most of the time I'm like, no, fuck it. Just be in the present moment. So I'm really good with that. Like, basically compared to most people, but I am getting into this awful, awful habit of freaking scrolling. It drives me nuts that an hour goes by and I'm like, I just wasted an hour of my precious life on this planet. And I think part of the problem in my eyes, because I am like wanting to be productive all the time. I am an entrepreneur. It's like, oh, I could have put that hour behind work. And this is, I I don't want to get into it too, too much, but I'm trying to focus on doing nothing in that hour. Doing nothing at all is way more productive than scrolling for an hour and wasting that time. So I think that Ultimately, in order to reset our understanding of our reality and time itself, it's super important to ask yourself how you want to experience your day-to-day life. What experiences do you want to have? Now, I want to tell you right now that I find myself distracting and scrolling. I don't know why. Like, I don't want to say that I'm bored because I'm not. I mean, my life is so full But I want to say that I want you to really focus on what you do and why you do it. Are you taking that extra second to really like smell your food before eating it? Are you taking that extra moment to like take a deep breath of fresh air in the woods? What are you doing? How are you behaving at a very subtle and subconscious level? Are you distracting yourself most of the time throughout your day? And if you are, why are you doing that? Do you feel like you don't have enough time for yourself? Do you feel like uh, you're unhappy in your relationship, but you don't know how to proceed with it? So you distract yourself? I think that it's important for all of us to ask ourselves those questions. Why are we distracting? Why are we choosing not to be present? What is and what is not working? in our life. And then we can change it. And then we can grow from it. And then we can choose to live our best life and not be attached or distracted or constantly pivoting to a different aspect. The more that you wake up in the morning and you just sit there and you just relive your dreams, or maybe you write your dreams down, The more that we take the option to meditate for 10 minutes rather than scroll for 45, the more that we're going to be able to tune into time, to tune into space, to tune into our reality and to live the fullest that we can live in this reality. And that's really important. 
I want to remind you that time is what you make it. One last thing, me and my team, mostly my team, have been working so diligently and so hard on this brand new membership program. And basically, we are going to be taking the YouTube membership and we're taking it off YouTube and we're putting it into my website, which is incredible. And that allows me to say what I want to say without any sort of censorship. So I'm super, super, super pumped about it. It is going to be so epic. I have so many offerings, monthly coaching calls where I channel your information, a 30-minute free session giveaway. We've got tons of brand new content, and I'm doing a monthly meditation as well that's going to really activate your DNA. So definitely check out my brand new membership program. You can join the waitlist or just join up right now off of my website. So check it out, elizabethapril.com, and then check out my book. Just type in Elizabeth April into Amazon or the name of my book, which is You're Not Dying, You're Just Waking Up. And with that, beautiful beings of light, thank you so, so much, as always, for being here and supporting me and being a part of this community. Be sure to share this podcast episode, write a review, send it out to all your friends and family, because people need to know the answers are out there. I will be back next week with another epic download, but for now, I will see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency. Thank you.